Hello, and welcome to the Supported Entrepreneur Podcast. This podcast is actually a recording of a clubhouse room that we did all around the launch of Facebook Live Audio. We're going to jump right into the recording. Hopefully, you enjoy and learn a thing or two about social audio and how you can use it for your business. See you inside. Hi, everybody. It's good to see you. I think I know everybody here. Uh, so you know me. I'm Judy Francis of HustleSmarter.co, founder of the B2B Women Club. And we're here to talk about business stuff. There's been a bit of an announcement today where Facebook audio has gone live. They've been talking about it, hushed voices behind closed doors for a long time. Well, here it is. So um, I wanted to pull together a group of amazing women to discuss it and what is you know, how we're expecting it to uh, impact us, uh, the, the things that we want to, you know, be able to be on the lookout for. And our opinions, things that we can share with you. We've seen a lot of platforms come and go. We've worked on a, a lot of different um, types of content and platforms, all of these things. So we wanted to be able to share what we know about this type of change, when these sorts of changes happen, and things that we should be uh, aware of as they're looking forward. So... I'm so glad to, let's see here, be on the stage with Miss Carmela. Will you give us a quick intro? Um, let us know uh, what you do, who you serve. As I plop another star to my mouth. <laughs> my name is Carmela Wilson, and I'm a Facebook ads and conversion marketing expert. I work with women entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants. Help you sell what you want to do automation. Facebook NG Edge chatbots to scale using my four-step ACCS attract, converse, convert, and scale. We know that more conversations equal conversions, and that's what I hope you get. I am pleased to be here, Jeannie, even though I didn't plan on being in Clubhouse today. This is some hot news, and I wanted to be a part. So thanks for the invite. <laughs> that's the same for me. That's the same for me, Carmela. That is the exact same for me. So I feel you there. <laughs> I uh, keep pulling you back in. Oh, my goodness. Callie, do you want to give a quick hello and uh, tell us about you? She may be away from her phone. Oh, no, I'm uh, sorry. I have a, a sticky mute button. My apologies. Good evening, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you are. My name is Callie. I am a virtual COO, and I work with women in business um, to scale their task systems and processes, managing their projects, operations, metrics, and leading their teams of people. And so um, I do that by stepping in and uh, doing all the back-end operations while you um, step forward into your business, and we create focus uh, on the creative high-level things that only you can do in your business. So that's a little bit about me. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Ali, do you want to give us a quick hello? Well, of course. Of course. Hello, everyone. My name is Allie McMurtry, and I am your badass bookkeeper. Um, I work mainly with women-owned businesses to help them drive their businesses in the direction of their goals and uh, to understand what is happening with their business finances as they drive them and drive their businesses in the right direction. Uh, and I am super excited to hear all about this topic and to discuss it a little bit more. So I will pass it off to the Clubhouse Professor. Hello, hello, everybody. It has been a while since I have seen all of you and actually pet on Clubhouse. I have been working on my business on the back end, 
But I actually saw this come out. I actually saw the Zuckerberg, like, live room, and I was like, mm, do I hop in? And I was like, no, no, I don't, because I don't really care what he has to say. <laughs> um, and now I kind of wish I had, because <clears throat> I would I would have a much better understanding of how the internal workings um, of the system works. But I do have some screenshots for you and things like that. So I am really excited because I'm, I'm getting kind of into this whole data of social audio and how this is working and interacting with the world and what it's going to do for businesses. I'm even pivoting my agency a little bit. So um, super, super excited to be here. Glad to be talking about this. Make sure you're pinging people in because this is something that all business owners need to be ready for and to be talking about so they have a good plan of action to um, continue to build. And it's always excited to be here with Jeannie and B2B Women. Passing it to you, Wendy, with your amazing photo. Oh, goodness. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. Jeannie, I see that you have an updated profile picture. Very, very cool. I love that. Um, and um, my name is Wendy, and I actually focus on helping female coaches and program creators use audio marketing to stand out as the expert. So this is right up my alley to talk about. I do actually focus a lot on um, asynchronous or recorded audio for marketing and delivery of your programs, products, and services. So um, I'm so excited to have this conversation and see what everybody thinks. Thank you so much for including me. Carla, I think you're next. Mm. Hello, yes. hello, hello. Thank you so much for uh, bringing me up. I am so excited to hear about this. I was Ever since uh, I got the news, I've been kind of going back and forth to um, the, hi the history of the TikTok and Reels and, and just kind of comparing the two as, mm -hmm. um, as dual uh, platforms to, for audio and just trying to figure out how is going to be received by the public. So interested to hear what everybody thinks. Chanel, I'm definitely interested in this topic. Thanks, Jenny, for uh, hosting this space. My name is Chanel, and I help women uh, coaches and consultants build their business using social media, uh, primarily Clubhouse, Facebook, and Instagram. So as you can imagine, I'm super excited interested in this particular topic um in the past 90 days i've have generated probably over 40,000 in so or so through clubhouse my clients the same so i want to be able to just really fully understand what this facebook audio is all about and how it might be able to benefit not only me but my clients this is now i'm done speaking Love it, love it. We have a panel of absolute superstars up here at the big table. So let's dive in, right? Let's talk about this whole Facebook audio thing. So um, most of us, I think we got the notification or we saw there was yeah, a news announcement, um, came across my news, news feed, my news ticker. Um, and of course, I, you know, I immediately went, you know, do I have it? Is it you know? <laughs> so that was the first thing I had to, to do was go look and see if I had it. And I don't. So like all good products, they're rolling it out in stages, which means that, um, you know, who gets it first? There's absolutely, you know, no way to be able to, I think, know that at this stage beyond. I suspect that Facebook will probably favor heavy users and people who uh, purchase ads. So there's that aspect to it. Uh, beyond that, the interface is supposed to be very easy to use. It's uh, supposed to be very um 
uh, interesting, very intuitive, and very stable. So with that, we have the new kid in town. How is that going to affect us here? Is it going to affect our funnels? Are we all going to go back to Facebook? There's a lot to it, right? So I'm actually going to pass the mic to the professor. When I told her, <laughs> when I posted in the back chat that I was going to do this room, this impromptu room, she was like, let me make some coffee and make a list. I have talking points. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ask you, Professor, do you have an initial, like a kicking off place for us to start on this topic? <laughs> Don't I ever. Okay. So um, over the last few years, we've seen the, a complete rise in video, right? Rise in video meaning um, people are going from the complete automation. We, went, we saw the wave of chat bots and, and automated everything to now they want more personalized stuff. And with that more personalized stuff comes this rise in video. Well, with the whole coronavirus thing and everything else that happened in the last few years, the rise of social audio was perfectly poised, right? Perfectly poised to take over the marketplace and really show um, <clears throat> that you could network and build based off of um, where where we are without having to turn on a video, without having to prep, you know, prep ourselves up, you know, make ourselves all beautiful, put makeup on, things like that. <laughs> um, and so that's where the rise of social audio came. So Clubhouse came in the perfect storm um, when it came to what people were looking for data wise, what people were looking for professionally and personally, and um, in the perfect storm of coming to market first, right? Clubhouse was one of the first ones to come to market. There was, there was other apps that were out there, especially for those that were visually impaired, that, that were social apps so you could, you could talk with your friends, things like that. I mean, one that comes to mind is House Party. That came out right around the time, if not a little bit earlier than Clubhouse. Um, but it didn't have the same kind of Je ne sais quoi, I guess you could say, right? The same kind of feeling that Clubhouse has, right? And so that is why Clubhouse has grown because the culture here was so carefully curated, right? Very creator first, very creator friendly. They wanted anybody and everybody to be able to create right off the bat. And that is very different than some of these other larger apps. For example, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, things like that. They want you to have a follower base first in order for your content to even be seen. So that is why social audio has been like this, this huge thing this last year. Um, with that, we've heard that LinkedIn wants to bring up social audio. Instagram is trying to pull in social audio because, again, Instagram and Facebook, although the same company, are also split by uh, government order. Um, Facebook is coming up with one. We have Fireside. We have Quilt. We have so many options. I literally just downloaded a week ago probably five more social audio options, all of which have almost the exact same interface. They all look the same because this is just the easiest UI, UX, user experience uh, for people. So um, I have some screenshots of the internals of the, um, the Facebook audio, and it looks almost exactly the same. It has the cool Facebook Live that, um, you know, red button that we're used to when we go live on Facebook. It has how many people are actually on the mics and then how many people are listening, just like if you were doing a Facebook Live that shows how many people are watching, right? And then it has the followed by speaker section, just like here in Clubhouse, and then it has other listeners. Really super simple. You can you can go right to your feed and see it, just like here in Clubhouse. You go right to your hallway, you see what's going on. You can see who else is in your room. 
you can copy the link just like here in Clubhouse. So you can just copy the link really super simply and share it with everybody else. Now, the nice thing about Facebook is you are able to leverage an audience you already probably have, one, and two, you're able to run ads to it. So um, let's say you schedule out an event just like you were to schedule an event right now on Facebook. It looks the exact same interface, um, except it's an audio event, right? And let's say you schedule it out. You can run ads to it just like you were going to run ads to an in-person event or a live video uh, workshop currently, right? So that is a huge plus because um, Facebook is one of the most downloaded apps in the world. Um, it's, it is most downloaded app in the world. Um, second is TikTok. Third, I think, is Instagram. Um, and then Clubhouse and so on are down the list. So you're already going to get that um, as a huge, huge, huge boost um, to your audience potential. Um, secondly, we all know that Facebook Corporation and Instagram push when they bring out new features. Those people that are using those new features are going to be pushed like none other. They're going to get views. They're going to get listeners. They're going to get an audience. And thirdly, um, you don't have to have someone else download a new app, right? Clubhouse was a new app, so you had to get somebody an invite to get them into the app, to get them to be able to listen to you. Right now, pretty much everybody in the world has Facebook. I mean, I have literally team members all over the world, and I have never not had one of them say, what's Facebook? Everyone knows what it is. Everyone is able to use it. So that is my first few talking points. We can go into um, – what is internal, some of the interface stuff, which I think is really kind of cool. Like, if you're liking what I'm saying, there's a button that you can actually hit the like button and show me like you're liking what I'm saying. Like, just like in the live video and it like floats up to the top. I think that's an awesome feature. Um, but I also want to bring out that Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces were first to market. So with that being first to market, it's a lot easier to um, gain an audience. It's not as easy to keep it, though. So that is really why I think Jeannie started this room is like, are we even ready for it? Are we ready to keep our audience here on Clubhouse? Are we ready to um, build an audience somewhere else? What are we going to be doing? How are we going to be doing it? Um, Facebook audio live seems a lot more um friendly when it comes to visually and hearing impaired there's captions built right into the screen you can turn them on and off which is awesome um and so it is going to be very interesting to see where people flock to and that's those are my talking points and i'm gonna stop talking otherwise i'm gonna keep talking because i'm very excited about this <laughs> jocelyn did you create all of this stuff this is carmella did you create all these talking points in the time it took you to make coffee yes because how did you go from, I don't know much about this, to like a whole 15-minute presentation? <laughs> well, okay, I'm not going to lie. I've got, I've got two, two things. One, I'm a data-freaking nerd, so I've been watching this like a hawk. I mean, like kind of an kind of obsessive um and i've been watching twitter spaces i'm not super excited about twitter spaces um i think it's because i'm not super excited about twitter but before clubhouse came out facebook was my was my boo thing like we were we were bestest buds um so i think that's part of the reason i was excited about it and secondly um i follow some um, other amazing data nerds that have been pulling some data on on facebook um audio already live audio already just from this morning stuff so that's how i have screenshots because of them um not because i was there uh but it's you know it's all in the matter of people you follow you know what i'm saying yeah i love it leverage absolute leverage wendy what you got um yeah <laughs> jocelyn oh my god you crack me up i love first of all let me just say that i loved your use of the term je ne sais quoi like that was 
badass. So um, kudos for that. Um, number two, where are you going to put all those screenshots so we can all take a look? That would be great to know. And um, I wanted to, you know, kind of open up the conversation a little bit, Jeannie, um, if you're ready for that. If not, I'm happy to hold. And if you wanted to chime in on what oh, Joss no. was saying. No, okay. this is full informal popcorn discussion. Okay. And that, that goes for you down um, in the listeners lounge <clears throat> and downstairs as well. If you'd like to join us up here, go ahead and raise your hand if you uh, would like to join in the discussion. We would love to have you up here. Now, go ahead, Bundy. Thank you. So, you know, I've, I, I think begrudgingly I've been waiting for Facebook audio. And the reason is, is because, you know, like we saw with, with um, MySpace and Facebook, Facebook conquered. Like we saw when Facebook um, decided that they wanted Instagram and they just went and got it, right? Like there's not a lot that the behemoth is not going to do if they want to. And um, <laughs> if you think about how Clubhouse has been around for a year and a half and Facebook, like Mark Zuckerberg was on like Facebook, you know, three months ago and now they have a product. I mean, that goes to show just the sheer um, power of technology and innovation and, um, and you know, a team that they have. Let me, let me dive into the innovation piece because, you know, like I just said innovation, but really they're not innovating. Facebook is not innovating. They're stealing other people's ideas, which is, you know, may the best man win, may the best woman win, just like they stole the Snapchat idea and brought it into Instagram. And now it's like, when I saw that first happen, my first thought was, is, well, why would I ever go back over to Snapchat when it's built into an app that I use already every day? So that is, I love Clubhouse and I could see myself being a longtime avid user of Clubhouse and, and none others because I don't really have the bandwidth, nor do I want to like piss off my family anymore by adding another like audio social app to my phone. Um, but I do see myself ultimately being an avid user of the Facebook audio component because I'm not a big fan of the live video because I don't like making video and I'm an audio marketing expert. So I think it's, I think it's going to be big whether we like it or not. And so we might as well embrace it. Like if you're one of those people that are still complaining about all this shit, that Facebook pulls, you know, get over it or get off the app and, it's going to be the same with the audio piece. Like you're going to want to use it. They're going to start to prioritize it. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how, if it's for pages only or for personal, if you can use it for groups, it's going to be really fascinating to see how we can use it in different subsections of communities and, and um, audiences that we've already built on Facebook. So I'm going to pause there. I'm not going to rant much longer and um, I'm going to uh, throw it back to Jeannie. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to interrupt you before Deneen gets there, and I'm going to let you guys know that literally you have to think of Facebook Live Audio, their live audio rooms, as a live video without the video part. Like, literally, it's the, you look at the interface you're looking at right now on Clubhouse. That is the exact interface, just like Wendy is saying. They're not, they're not innovating. <laughs> um, they're copying, which, you know, again, Best man, best man win kind of thing. They're copying, but they're utilizing what they already have built out for Facebook Live. 
just normal video live. So it's the same thing. You can write a post about it. You can share the link. You can put it in a group, um, etc. I don't know exactly how they're going to do um, if it's closed um, directly like to the group members or if you can just move it into a group like a live. I'm assuming it's the same thing because um, what I can see from my screenshots and stuff, it looks like you can put it inside of a group. So it would be like B2B women Facebook group and then are you ready for Facebook audio? So you, you're going to be able to use it the exact same way you use Facebook live except it's the interface of, of Clubhouse. <laughs> social audio and now i'll pass it to Jeannie. just wanted to clarify that thank you thank you i'm going to do a quick reset of the room we've had a lot of people uh come in so i'm going to let you know that you are in the b2b women club and this is a space for women who build businesses to talk about business together business development things that are changing um today we're talking about facebook audio because it went live we all got the notification so i decided to put this room together and gather women who know about this stuff so that we can discuss it. So if you'd like to join us up here at the table, if you have something you'd like to add, a question that you would like to ask, we would love to be able to give you the benefit of our experience. Rose, hello, hello, and welcome to the stage. Oh, I almost forgot. I'm so, so terribly sorry. We are recording this room uh, so that uh, Jocelyn, the professor, can put it into a blog so we'll have notes so that uh, we'll, we, won't, we don't have to remember everything, because I can't remember everything. So I just wanted to let you guys know that um, we are recording right now. Rose, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I was just, um, excuse me, talking to um, a colleague of mine about all of this, um, and I have an issue with Facebook uh, going audio. I think... I, I, right now, I'm loving Clubhouse because I can talk freely to um, many business-minded people, um, but in Facebook, I have a lot of my uh, cost, uh, clients, customers, potential clients, they are there, and if I openly discuss the way I do business. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'll be so transparent as I am here. So I, I, I don't know how you feel about that. And also, I feel like there's just so many different apps. And for some reason, there's still a lot of them that still exist today and people are using them. So I I'm maybe it's wishful thinking, but I think there's just room for a lot of different apps in this world. And Facebook doesn't have to get their dirty little hands on everything. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's just that's uh, my thoughts. I'm Rose and I'm done speaking for now. Thank you, Rose. I, I love that. I want to speak to that just quickly because I know we've got a lot of mild feedback on it. Um, but uh, something that I, the first thing that came into my mind when I thought about the sheer amount of market share that the behemoth already has, and how much more it's going to have by acquiring and swallowing. And weren't, weren't they just in the hot seat recently for antitrust? Uh, yeah. You know, Hasn't the FCC already been looking at them as, as a problematic monopoly? So um, 
Yeah, that was kind of the first thing that came into well, my mind. So it'll it'll be interesting to watch how this develops, and it will be interesting to see how much the the FCC allows it to develop. Well, Jeannie, this is this is this is what they were in the hot seat for. Um, just so for context for everyone, because again, data law nerd over here. Um, <clears throat> Facebook uh, bought WhatsApp, you know, the international texting app, and then they also bought. Um, Instagram, <coughs> excuse me, Instagram. And when um, the government let them buy WhatsApp, they did not foresee WhatsApp being as large as it is um, and having such a an impact on the world. I mean, it's it's huge. You can chat with pretty much anyone in the world easily, right? Um, and so what they were in the hot seat for um, recently, the most recent time, was because they are becoming a monopoly. And since they make money off of the ads they run um, on social media, they were they were getting in the hot seat for that because they are becoming a monopoly. And they can set the prices, period, because they're they're commanding WhatsApp, which has ads, Messenger, which has ads, Facebook proper, which has ads, Instagram, which has ads, right? And so they were like, you got to split it up. So they split up and um, Instagram's got to have their own CEO. Facebook has their own CEO. They have to be two separate companies that contract and work with each other, sure, but they have to be two separate companies. Now, the argument with that is, hey, uh, I mean, if I knew I was the C- if I was the, the sister CEO to Jeannie, would I not be having coffee with her every day? I don't know. I probably would be, right? Like, let's be clear. Um, I'd be like, what you doing? Can I do that? We should do that too, right? Um, and so that's where some antitrust laws come in and things like that. But there's plenty of corporations that do that, um, you know, that kind of dirty contract dealing already that it wouldn't be unheard of. So that's that's one thing. So when we heard that Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg was here on Clubhouse, what, four months ago, five months ago? Um, and when we heard that he was on Clubhouse, there was a whole slew of people that were like, oh my goodness, Facebook is going to buy Clubhouse, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, 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 no. They got to go in front of Congress here in about, I don't know, six weeks and justify why they don't, they shouldn't have to split off Instagram. Like, they're not going to be able to buy any other social media apps. So um, there really is not much in way of law from what I have seen for you to continue to innovate within your own company because that's healthy, you know, quote, quote, around it, healthy competition. But when you start buying other companies up and, and, you know, wiping them from the board, basically, that's when you have a problem. So I don't see them doing a whole lot about Facebook Live audio, to be completely honest, but... That's my two cents there. I gotta stop talking. I'm really excited about this. Just put me on mute. Just put me on mute for a while. <laughs> well, I, you feel like you some some uh, some response, some support, Rose. And well, can, I, can I just add to what Rose? Um, yeah, wrote there um, because I agree, Rose. I I think that part of the allure of Clubhouse is that you can pop in and you are with people that you don't know. You know, a lot of us on our Facebook pages, you know, it's friends, it's family, people we went to school with, you know, cousins from back home. You know, of course, we mix and mingle with our clients, but it's it's definitely more on a personal level. And I find that Clubhouse adds a little bit of a almost like it's a little bit anonymous. I mean, it's kind of silly to think that a social media app can be anonymous, but, you know, you are here, you're engaging in a very authentic way, but with people that you've never met before and trying to collaborate in a different way. And so I agree. I think that 
I'm not as ex- I'm excited about the feature itself. Just I'm more curious about it, I should say, but I'm not necessarily excited to use it because, like, I don't need my mom popping in on my group and hearing what I'm saying. Like, I know that when I'm here on Clubhouse, like, it's strictly business and there's, like, a barrier, but I feel like once I pop on Facebook, like, that barrier gets broken up a little bit. So that's my two cents, and I agree, Rose. I'm not so sure that I'm super excited about it, but I am curious about how it will work and how we'll be able to benefit our business with it. This is Chanel. I'm done speaking. I'd like to, to jump and just to follow up. This is Carmel. Follow up with you. <laughs> with, uh, oh, much, so I get it. And I, I totally get where Rose is coming from. I do feel like a lot of different as a Facebook ads. I'm in and talk about. Is everyone else losing Carmelo or is it just me? No, it's no. not just you. Carmelo, I was going to say that. Oh, how do I sound? Can you hear me at all? Now we got you. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, yeah, man, did yeah. you just like everything you said? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, I was, what, I was, what I was saying was, let me know if I'm not clear again, but... um I totally get where Rose is coming from, and it does feel like Facebook has their tentacles in a lot of different um, areas. And even as a Facebook ads expert, I get kind of tired of uh, dealing with them and the lack of customer service and all the other things that go along with it. But I see this um, from a different perspective because I use the platform to advertise. I see it as a tremendous way to make all of that a lot simpler for those of us out here who are using the platform uh, from a paid traffic perspective, like the ability to, to retarget people who join your audio rooms, the ability to like Jeannie or um, like Jocelyn said earlier, to create these audio rooms as an event and have it all be sort of integrated on one platform, whether you choose to run traffic to it or not. Having all that happen right there is it, it make it really seamless. It's going to make it so much easier to grow an audience on on this app. And so, yeah, I do understand. You know, people don't love Facebook. I don't love it, and I made a lot of money from them. But I just see so much potential here to make uh, lives so much simpler when you uh, think about it from just an advertising and reach perspective. So, I'm excited about it. We'll see where it goes. Um, but yeah, that, that was my two cents. I'm Carmel, and I'm done speaking. Hey, this is Jessica. I wanted to jump in, too. You know, I was, um, well, still am, of course, on Facebook, but when their live video first started, um, I was there with a clothing company and was a real, I and really benefited from the new technology, from the new feature um, that, that Facebook rolled out. They, uh, as always, when they have new things, they highlight it preference to people who are using it and I made a lot of money as a result of that right and so I still have groups on Facebook I still um, make money over there and um, for me I'm just like well I hate Facebook as a company but I can't cut them out of my life I just walk my mom <laughs> you know that's just what I have to do there's just certain people that I've had to block from those areas um, and my, my guess is that, I mean, just like Clubhouse rolling out new features, we just have to kind of wait and see a little bit. I'll bet they'll be private places. I'll bet they'll be public places. Um, and they all have their role. And maybe Clubhouse, I mean, Clubhouse, there's a lot of people that aren't on Facebook that are on Clubhouse. So there's a great way to um, grow your audience and, and grow your customer base here. 
But let's not forget the gazillions of people that are on Facebook that aren't on Clubhouse. And depending on your um, sector uh, of the world and what you do for a living, chances are your customer is there too. So as much as I hate it, like I'm just glad I, I figured it out on Clubhouse. So now I'm going to be able to jump right in on Facebook and show people that have not followed me over here, which is thousands, um, hey, this is what it's all about, right? Like, live video is awesome on Facebook, except for they can't talk back to me. Well, that's <laughs> so my fear. That's my fear. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, your, your clients come, your clients or potential clients come and it's live. It's, it's real time. And you're giving out all this free information maybe because you feel like you have to answer their questions. And then what's, then what's, I guess, why are you in business then for, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. I get what you're saying. I would just say that I would handle it the same way I would handle a room in here, and I would mod it the same way I mod it here. Um, and if, it, if it's valuable information for me to put out there um, that might attract them more to me or bring more to me than it is worth my putting out there. I'm not, I'm not worried about giving a little bit too much information. Um, I, I'm i careful about the rooms that I go into and, and the things that I talk about, so, so that won't be a problem. But it will humanize you there in the same way that it does here. So I look at it as a good thing. It's just annoying because of Facebook. I agree with Jessica and, and Rose to an extent. Um, I was I was excited about the connection between Clubhouse and Instagram uh, and, you know, putting more, a little bit more energy into Instagram because of the Clubhouse connection. But I'm uh, super excited, like Jessica was saying, to see the possibility of, your audience and monetizing with this new feature so being um being on the on the the front lines of that is is super exciting kind of kind of need to see it develop there's a lot to it there's there's a lot of a lot of moving pieces to it oh what did you have for us Thank you. I was just, I was, I was still thinking about what Wendy said about people who don't like Facebook and we've had a lot of conversations about that. And I'm definitely one of those people. I dislike Facebook to, to, to the heart of my soul, but I understand its use. I think with Clubhouse, though, here's the one thing that I love about Clubhouse that Facebook doesn't have for me and others. With Clubhouse, I get access to the whole world in a way that I, I don't really get on other social media platforms. And for that one fact alone, I think Clubhouse is going to have a, a place in this world. I don't think it's going to become a MySpace. I hope not anyway. I'm really hoping it doesn't um, because of that. With Facebook adding that feature, that's fantastic. I get to utilize it, help it grow my business. I can run rooms and, and workshops in an audio way, which I love. I can see the possibilities for, for especially from a business standpoint. But it it doesn't give me the whole world the way Clubhouse does. And and that's where I see a distinction with Clubhouse and 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 I haven't tried all the other apps that Ms. Jocelyn, I was like, Okay, I I, I just wanna sit and pick her brain, but all the other ones that she's tried, so I don't know how far reaching they are. But so far it seems like Clubhouse has done a really great job of literally opening up the world to us, which is which is amazing. You know, and that's 
that's a fantastic point on it as well. Something that we mentioned in the back chat when we were talking about starting the room is I said, you know, I I don't want to play the algorithm game, right? I don't want it to be uh, a situation, and that's one of the reasons why I don't like Facebook in the first place is because I produce all of this content and 0.5% of my own audience sees it, you know? And so I know that, you know, the audio is going to be, algorithm candy for a bit they're going to push that forward and that's fine that's that's cool and all but there's just something about having a a large network that keeps making me jump through hoops and i think there's something that we have to you know be aware of and we've talked about you know the people who don't like facebook and the people who don't like facebook really don't like facebook so i think that you know you're right we do have to think about the experience. It's not just about the convenience. There are absolutely some people who, um, you know, would be all about the convenience. I can just do it all in one space. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that Clubhouse is going to go the way of Vine, right? Uh, you know, when, when TikTok showed up. So I think that this is a, a good, a good place. I think that this is an, an environment, a very different environment, like where people don't have to scream as much to be heard. And that's certainly worth something. Um, so yeah, experience, experience plays for a lot. Can I add back in here, Jeannie? This is Wendy. Um, Pearl, I wanted to say like, first of all, I hope my comments didn't like aggravate you or annoy you. And I certainly didn't mean any disrespect. Um, my thing is, and this is kind of what I try to, you know, what I try to do for myself is like, if it causes me resistance or angst or annoyance or frustration or anxiety, I don't do it. And so, like, Facebook audio is just another one of those great things if it works for you, if you can use it to your advantage. And if it doesn't, don't freaking do it. And if you feel like your home is here, lean in more here because there's going to be all, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be so many amazing people that stay here and never try Facebook audio because like you and maybe because like Rose a little bit, but because they like, um, you know, hate Facebook. I, I'm not saying that I love Facebook and I'm not saying that I love the algorithm. I don't. And, but I do think there's an algorithm here that we need to, you know, be aware of and it's going to continue to get more and more complicated. It's already getting more complicated. And, um, like my thing is like, if you can use it to your advantage, great. I don't like live video and I really have a hard time like hitting that live button. It's like going to the gym. Like it's hard for me to put on the gym clothes. It's hard for me to hit the live button. But I feel like for me personally, Facebook audio could be something that I can use to my advantage. And that's the only reason I would ever suggest it to anybody. Um, and I'm not suggesting that you, that you, that I'm not suggesting that anybody here use Facebook audio. Um, if it causes them resistance or anxiety or just feels fundamentally like crappy to them. And so I just wanted to like say that out loud and um, I'm going to yield the mic. Thank you. I'll pop in here with a couple of things that, that Wendy said. One, I like that you likened uh, going live to going to gym because both are good for you. One's good for your business. One's good for your body. <laughs> but no, I, I just kind of, um, I don't, I don't do the gym thing. So I can just about that. Um, 
No, but here's something I want to do. I, I did notice there's a bunch of new people that just popped in. Um, so I want to do a quick um, recap on what we're even talking about, like what the features are. Uh, so we're talking about Facebook Live audio. Basically, Facebook copied Clubhouse and was like, ha, 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 we can do this um, and we can get it done in just a few months because they already have the platform. So it's called Live Audio, which I think is a horrible name because they already have Facebook Live. And so people are going to be looking up Live Audio and going to get Facebook Live information. It's not going to be very helpful. But, you know, that's just me. Facebook has never made it super easy for the user that way. Um, but Facebook Live, I think it as a live video with no um, video, right? So it's got the same. Um, you can see how many people are looking, how many people are speaking. Um, people can react to it live, you know, where you get the hearts that float up the screen, uh, just like if you were doing one on Instagram or Facebook, a live video. Um, and it's got the almost the identical user interface as Clubhouse. So it's got the speakers, it's got followed by the speakers, and it's got listeners. One thing I will say, though, is Facebook allows you to bring your check mark, your verified check mark, into your um your live audio with you. So it's literally got like your name and then the little blue like verified chat mark, which I think is very, very interesting um, when it comes to social apps. But um, there is that. So that is what we're talking about is um, that Facebook live audio option. They just dropped it today. It's going to be rolling out in the U.S. over the next few weeks. You can share your room. You can do it in a group. You can write a post about it. And um, as I'm looking, as I'm looking about things, you know, because I'm, I'm getting a little bit more nerdy, um, Facebook is bringing social audio experiences to a whole new level. So, um, one, you can turn on and off your um, auto transcription. So, for example, I'm talking right now across the bottom of your screen would be my my voice auto transcribes so you could read it as well so that um that closed captioning is there automatically in facebook you can turn it on and off but i mean I, i'm personally wouldn't be the one to turn it off so um there is that so it makes it super super accessible secondly they are they are mixing what they're currently doing with Instagram Reels with the audio you are creating. So you're going to be able to make audiograms. You're going to be able to mix it with, with popular music, just like you can do a reel. And it'll show at what point in your um, social or your, your live audio room um, that particular quote happens. So it'll be like, um, you know, 32 minutes into a one hour and seven minute room. Right. And it'll show your quote and you can you can just create basically what we create an audiogram now for like podcasts. You're going to be able to do that. They also. OK, so I'm just I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going on some of the things that they're going to be launching along with this live audio, which makes it very interesting. Um, they're also creating this sound, sound bites, which, um, which is what I was talking about in, in, um, that's what they're gonna call it is sound bites. They're also coming out with a podcast version of Facebook because, um, they are kind of loving this whole short form audio, the snippet type, type stuff. They're going to let, um, some of your conversations get more airtime. Um, so basically, instead of having to host your podcast somewhere, host, edit and record your podcast somewhere else. They're going to make Creator Studio even more robust and allow you to do your podcasts, which, you know, 
if, if you don't know anything about marketing on Facebook, if you do something internally on Facebook or Instagram, you're going to get more reach than, let's say, putting it on YouTube and then sharing it to your Facebook. It's just not going to get as much reach in the algorithm because Facebook wants you to stay on the app. So um, basically, everything is going to be built together and be built to work together and accessible to all. They're building an AI. They're building all kinds of stuff because you guessed it, Facebook is a behemoth. So with that, I um, want to just do that because I saw a bunch of new people pop in and I wanted to make sure everyone kind of understood what we were talking about when it comes to the Facebook side of things. I'm assuming most of you, since you're here on Clubhouse, understand how the Clubhouse side of things is. Um, and I wanted to kind of give that that update. But I wanted to ask a question because we were talking before I gave that update. We were talking about um, some people don't like Facebook. Right. Um, and in all honesty, I was in the boat of loving Facebook before Clubhouse came along. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm dumping you, Facebook. I found myself a new man. So um, I've been on Clubhouse strictly for the last seven months. Like I, I even closed down my Facebook group. Like, let's be clear. Um, but I want to know what you guys think, because we already have the privacy um, concerns with Facebook. There's that thing. Um, the iOS 14 updates, we are not able to retarget people the same way outside of Facebook and how you're going to be able to use your live audio to help you target people. And thirdly, what it's going to mean for ads, because there is closed captioning. It's got almost the same interface as as Clubhouse. How do you think they're going to integrate ads? And do you think they're going to into um live audio situations because they don't integrate them into your live videos unless the live video is saved and used later right so um you save it on facebook and you're watching a live video and you're like halfway through you'll get an ad whatever so um I want to hear what people have to say about that because, you know, with Facebook, not liking Facebook as a platform is one thing, but not liking some of the things that Facebook does on their platform is a completely different thing. So I'm going to hand it back to Jeannie, just, you know, toss the ball now that I've kind of done my re re up on what Facebook live audio is and be quiet. That's perfect. That's a perfect little presentation. I love it. I just see you there with PowerPoint slides and the bullet points. Fantastic. I am uh, thinking I about to... doing PowerPoint slides. I'm not going to lie to you because I'm feeling like I should because I've got all of these screenshots. If anyone wants to see the screenshots, feel free to DM me and I'll drop them. Um, but I'm going to drop them in the, the blog after we're done with this because I'm going to turn this this whole um, chat into a blog and they're going to be in the blog. But I have screenshots if you want to see them now if you're too, super nosy. Which is uh, brings us to the reset of the room. So I just want to remind everyone that this is being recorded so that she can uh, create that blog and make sure that we get all the notes and all the gems and all the discussion today. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, this is where we are. We're kind of looking at what does it mean for all of us? What are our concerns uh, about social audio on Facebook? You know, how does it change anything for us? And I think that... Um, there's, there's a lot of good questions. I think it's, it'll be good to talk about ads, especially. But we've also got some people on the stage. Um, I know that uh, Pearl and Jennifer, you have both raised your hands with questions. And then we have uh, the amazing Natalie on the stage as well. So, Pearl, have, have we gotten to your question? I did have a question. I just had to comment. But I just wanted to let Miss Wendy know I, I wasn't insulted. I was just acknowledging that I was those people absolutely and it was good to have that you know reframing and rethinking about Facebook from a business standpoint but the realization is I'm, I'm never going to like Facebook 
but I love some of the features that they're bringing into audio. And I would be more excited if that was happening on Instagram because that's a space both from my clients, customers, and just me personally. That's where I really love to play. So if they brought a lot of those features that Ms. Jocelyn just mentioned over to Instagram, Clubhouse, I would still be here, but I would definitely be utilizing it on, on the Instagram platform. Ooh, that is a great point you brought up. Instagram. Okay, I think to me, the reason they're not doing it on Instagram is because they're having to split Instagram off of the Facebook conglomerate and make Instagram its own like little company again. So that's what I would think. But you you know what? You bring up a great point because Facebook is very cluttered already. Like you, if you pull up Facebook on your computer, you're like, there's like a thousand and eighty things to to click on, right? And we all know confused minds don't buy, confused minds hop off, right? So um I that is a really good point. So I think it would very much work with the Instagram app and platform. And I do wonder if they're going to duplicate it over to Instagram once they have it rolled out too. That's that's a good point. I like that point. Oh, I've got a lot to about the, the confusion. The, the interface is definitely challenging on Facebook, but, you know, it's not stops anybody yet, so there is that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Pearl, um, do you feel like we got, you got uh, an answer to, to your concern? Yes, thank you so much. Until next time, I'll go back into the audience. Oh, no, you're cool. Come hang out. Stay, stay, stay up here. Add more to the conversation whenever you like. Absolutely. <laughs> Jennifer, how are you doing? Thanks for waiting so patiently up here with us. Did you have a question or something you'd like to add to the discussion? Um, just something I'd like to add to the discussion and maybe turn into a question. Um, I see Facebook as the Walmart of social media. They try to be anything and everything to everyone. And the isn't so great. And I think that's exactly what we see with Facebook day in and day out. Um, that in trying to serve everyone, they help no one really. Um, the algorithm is awful to deal with. Um, and they are <sighs> privacy issues. I mean, just the list goes on and on. I mean, so clearly I am not a fan of Facebook. Um, I went through my bout with them in December and kind of walked away going, yeah, never again. Um, don't really love using the app. I find it, or the interface, I find it confusing because they have so many things going on. And, you know, even just trying to do live video on Facebook um, was confusing and all of our stuff gets lost in the algorithm. So you end up creating all this content that just gets lost or it's in front of like five people for maybe a half a second. And so I just, I just feel like I'm feeding a beast in that regard because they do everything all of the time. Whereas with an app like Clubhouse, I think part of what has made it so successful and resonate with people is that it just says one thing and it's tried to do that one thing really well. Um, and like with everything else, it's just going to take some time for the name recognition for people to come on board. Um, but I would rather help a new platform then keep feeding a beast that doesn't really seem to care about the users and what they actually need um, or their experience while they're on the platform. And I just think that when they're offering so many different things, we're overwhelming our audience. Um, do they go to watch the audio? Do they go to watch, listen to the audio, watch the video, look at my pictures, read a blog post? What are they? I mean, there's just so many different 
entry point um, that it's hard to really, I, I think, brand yourself with your content. Um, what are you going to be known for? Is it your audio content? Is it your video content? Is it your blog posts? Is it your pictures? Um, and, and I recognize that that for people that are really into marketing could sound like, well, God, Jennifer, that's what it's all about. Um, but I, you know, as a business owner, find that overwhelming um, and just really don't have any interest <laughs> in adding one more thing, you know, that I've got to monitor and keep track of. And I imagine a lot of end users might feel the same way. That's I'm, just my two cents. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I really am inclined to agree. Um, <clears throat> for the people who just really do not like Facebook for, for whatever reason, you know, and, and that's, <laughs> that's something we have to ask ourselves, you know, about a, um, a social network that has just a conglomerate, like this massive amount of people who don't just, you know, I'm not into Facebook. No, it's I hate Facebook, right? So the, the the people who feel that way, you know, it's really, really behemoth for them. But, you know, this is another one of those situations where it's like, we don't we're going to have to pick and choose, right? We're going to have to pick and choose where the audience is. And I love some of the things that have been said already here on stage uh, I think it was Wendy who you said, you know, if you've if you've got the audience on Facebook, then yes, it makes sense to you. But if you don't have the audience on Facebook, then it becomes a question of asking yourself, is it a, a good idea to try to build another audience there, or you know, should I stay focused and leaned in with with the audience that that I've got? So there's questions that we we absolutely have to ask ourselves how how we're going to uh how we're going to change how we're going to adjust and that's that's what the room is all about so i'm very very glad that you you brought that up to us because you're, you're spot on 100 percent. Jeannie, you brought up a point i want to hear carmela's thought on this but my, my little my little entrepreneur brain got it working you know that audience that you don't have that's always that's always the question if you hop on a new app you know you don't have an audience there so it takes the time to build it up in order to even get the interaction you want right but I wonder if instead of running ads for live audio, you can pay to boost your live audio while it's happening. So you can give Instagram $10 to show it to 1,000 people or 5,000 people um, right off the bat um, so that you can you can boost your audience because that would be – that would be a hella cool monetization thing. I mean, I, that's what I thought Clubhouse was going to do there for a while, and it honestly still might. Um, Don't give them any ideas of how to take our money, Jocelyn. Uh, they're going to have to. <laughs> this is the thing. They have to now. They have to take my money now because guess what? They're competing with the behemoth of social media. So they they have this, uh, what is it, alpha, alpha whatever it is that they're um, – their main investor is and they, they got money, but there comes to a point as an investor where you're like, yeah, I'm putting good money after bad. So, you know, I love our relationship, but we're over. Right. And so they have to come to a point where they're able to, to make the money back on this app. And they're coming to that point relatively quickly. I think they're going to have a monetization strategy by the end of the summer. That's my thought um, because they're a year and a half in and they, how are they making money? They're not, you guys. Like, they're, they're not making any money. Even when you have tips enabled, they're not taking any of that money. Maybe a cut from Square, like Square is kicking back and saying, thank you so much for having us be your, your main partner. But they're not making any money. And they've got overhead. I mean, servers are not cheap. So um, that that would be very well, interesting to see. Sorry, that was just that was just awesome. my little entrepreneur marketing brain. Yeah, what's up, Wendy? Well, well 
um, first of all, the idea of boosting audio, like, holy crap, I could totally see myself going broke either here or over there um, doing that. So, um, um, so shh on that. But one of the things that I did hear Paul say last week on Clubhouse Town Hall is that some, some, I think he got asked that and he said, we are not making any money and we will not make money until the creators are making money. But the, the, one of the issues that I see with this, with this platform is while I think the algorithm is better for us right now and it's opened up a completely unique audience base, like there is not one person on this, on this stage with me that I knew prior to Clubhouse and yet they're, you all are over on Facebook. So there is that. But the problem is, is that fundamentally, I just wonder if Clubhouse is going to support us marketers because you never hear Paul or any of the founders talking about how cool these types of rooms are. Pretty much they're talking about like, oh, I want to hear more comedy rooms or I want to hear more like more like like artistic creation type rooms. And so I just wonder if like down the road, if this platform is going to support us marketers in the way that we want it to. I don't know. I'm going to pause my mic. Thanks. You know, I'm going to put in on something um, with that. Then I'll pass to you, Carmela, because I know you've got good stuff. Uh, one of the challenges that Clubhouse has and has always had, and now it's really coming to rear its head, is that it doesn't have what's known as a moat, right? It doesn't have a very big moat. So there's not a really massive differentiator between uh, Clubhouse and what the competition was going to bring, right? The Clubhouse cannot bring that much more to the table that the competition is not able to do better and faster. So looking for that differentiator is a priority to them right now. So I would expect, based on uh, a lot of the complaints about the algorithm over on TikTok, that those are the creators that they are really wanting to get into. Those are the types of creators that they're thinking of, creators like like us, business creators. So um, I, I have to expect that this is not a, a platform that will develop in any direction that will support us specifically. But um, there aren't any platforms that do. So <laughs> Well, here here's something, and I can talk from a marketer standpoint, and then I'm going to pass the mic to Natalie. Um, from a marketer standpoint, what I'm doing, honestly, is I'm building my agency around freaking social audio. Social audio in general is not going away, whether it's Quilt, whether it's Fireside, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Instagram, whether it's on Facebook. I don't care where the so where you're going to be doing your social audio. One, their social audio cuts your, your sales funnel in freaking half, if not even more, right? So there's that. Um, I can't tell you how many people are like, I want to work with you after they heard me talk. And I'm like, you, you don't know me from Adam other than you heard me, you know, talk super nerdy data for an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And two, um, it is great. I mean, phenomenal for repurposing, right? Because if you do it right, for example, I'm recording this room, y'all. I'm recording this room. I'm going to be completely honest. Am I going to record this room and cut it into into pieces with your voices? 
Hell no. I'm going to cut it into pieces with my voice, right? And I'm going to use my voice and my social media. What I had to say about Facebook Live, what, what, I, how I answered questions, right? What was the question post, right? You can turn it into a podcast, just like Facebook Live Audio is saying that they're going to build up this whole podcasting platform, which I think is entertaining, but whatever. Um, you know, that they're going to, you can use, reuse it for podcasts. You can take it and turn it into a blog. You can turn it into audiograms. You can just use it for straight up networking. Right. Do you know, like, how many emails and Instagram followers I have gained on Clubhouse in the last six, seven months? Like, absolutely ridiculous. Right. I've built a whole business around it. So um, social audio isn't leaving. And if you are a marketer or a business owner on this app, you need to learn how to leverage social audio, period, no matter what the, the platform is. Once you know how to leverage your social audio, for example, Wendy is a great at this. If you don't have, if you don't, you don't understand, um, ask her, follow her, go see what's up. Um, if you don't know how to leverage your social audio, you're not going to do well in this next wave of marketing, right? That the wave of, of chatbots is over. The wave of going live is, is dwindling. The wave of just running hella cold ads to a webinar is dead, right? And social audio is starting to replace that short, short videos, right? YouTube shorts, TikToks, reels, uh, that kind of stuff, um, bites, etc. Um, and social audio is going to replace it because people are craving that that connection feeling, right? I mean, TikTok has overtaken Instagram for number of downloads, right? And it's literally short ass, like, well, it was 60 second videos. Now it's up to three minutes, but short, short videos, like entertainment information in bite sizes. Same with social audio. You can hop in, you can listen to it as the radio. You can, you know, like you would listen to the radio. You can listen to it as a podcast. You can hop in and impart information and hop right back out. It's Super, super simple. So I would implore everybody here in this room, please, please, please learn how you're going to implement social audio in general into your business and then pick your platforms. Obviously, Clubhouse professor, love Clubhouse, Clubhouse or die. But <laughs> um, I do realize this may not be the platform for everyone. For example, if you haven't looked at it, Quilt is great if you are in the mindset, um, woo-woo type space. It's amazing for that. That is the culture that they're building over there. It's great, right? Not saying Clubhouse isn't great for that, but it's great if that's what you're trying to do and build an audience and connect with people. The interface is almost exactly the same, right? So you're just going to have to pick, just like we do now, picking what platform works best for us to find our client is going to be the same. It's just going to be um, in the social audio, not just posts and in content. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna get off my sofa. Or Carmela. Okay. And then yeah. we got Natalie still on the stage. Yes. Carmela the Natalie. I'm just taking all of this all of this in. I think that um there is a fabulous opportunity for all of us to get more th- done uh, by working less and I'm always thinking about that from the perspective of what are the things that I really want to spend my time doing when I working um, working on my business and just as a Facebook ads um, expert I see this as allowing me to kill a whole lot of birds with one stone in the sense that I know that I need to be active in my group I know that I need to be dropping um, regular gems on social media I know that I you know I do run paid ads I know I need to be doing that there's all these things right so for me being able to have all these things wrapped up uh, one platform and, and having them all feed each other the audiences 
that I can retarget, the uh, how I can kind of show up in, in this space and really kind of take over my little corner of the world uh, is it, an exciting thing for me. Now, you know, again, I've got my own personal feelings about Facebook, and it's not uh, very different from what some of you have expressed. They do have, have issues, but I, I see this as an opportunity to uh, get a lot more done without working hard. For example, like with my group, um, it's like, oh man, I gotta put something else in there. Being able to just, uh, you know, do a live audio in there and I don't have to worry about whether I've got makeup on my face. Very similar to what I do here on Clubhouse would be huge for me. And then the other thing about the algorithm, and I don't remember who mentioned that, but, um, I get frustrated with Clubhouse's uh, algorithm or lack thereof. I don't know about you, but my hallway is a hot mess and it's been a hot mess ever since. Um, the Android users were um, were permitted on, which which is great. I don't want to make it sound like I, I'm like, you know, throwing off on the Android users. But <laughs> my whole experience on Clubhouse, just being able to find the rooms that I want to be in. and all, I had my hallway curated to a T. And now it's just hard for me to find stuff. And it's hard for me to, like, attract people when I open up rooms now. It's just, like, a whole different thing where I know that with the Facebook algorithm being so much more advanced, I will be able to attract those people based upon, um, you know, the types of things that they listen to because the algorithm will be able to pick that up. So I'm excited about it. I, I see it as an opportunity. Um, again, yeah, it's Facebook. You kind of gotta yeah. have to get over that. But I don't think it's necessarily going to replace Clubhouse. It's just someplace else for you to have a discussion. I like what Jocelyn said about um, audio. I think that it is huge, and it's just someplace else for me to talk. And as an introvert, I love talking without necessarily being seen. <laughs> Because I could be sitting up here looking real crazy, but I'm still dropping gems. You have no idea that I'm sitting here in a bonnet. So love it. Um, I'm looking forward to where it goes. I think I'm sure the first iteration is going to be horrible, um, but then it'll just get better. So I'm Carmel and I'm complete. I love the profusion of, uh, of Bonnet Clubhouse. That's just like one of my favorite things that's, that's evolved is Bonnet Clubhouse. Because, <laughs> you know, it's comfort. It's comfort. I can't tell you how many times, you know. I'm in a room, I've, you know, got my hair, you know, back in the braid for sleepy time. I've got my serums, my serums on my face, you know, and it's, I'm, I'm good that way. I'm, I'm comfortable that way. So I think it's going to be interesting to see, um, also how well Facebook likes the mix, right? Um, <clears throat> because it's, it's going to want to mix at some point. You won't be able to do all audio in the same way that you can't do all video. So it'll be interesting to kind of see what kind of mix, uh, it likes as, as well. Oh my goodness, what's going on? This is such a great room. I yeah. want to jump in here and, and talk about um, the, the the mix that, that you were just talking about. I think it's let's go let's go with this. Facebook and Facebook Corporation, so that includes Instagram, right? Likes when you use their newest feature a lot, <laughs> right? And you can build an audience there, and 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 it, it'll it'll make it work for you it'll make it easy for you and i really envision social audio working for you for about four six weeks and then it kind of dwindling right because right now we're seeing um that would happen with reels right um it's great it was great if you started using them nine months ago right you would like boom you're blew up you're done you're you know out of this world and now the the views are starting to slowly go down and things like that because they're starting to roll out this newest feature aka live audio so i think that's going to be a really really big um 
component is you're going to have to be on it now. And that's why that's that's part of the reason I brought up the whole social audience. thing. you have to be on it now if you want to build up your audience there uh, utilizing this feature. Um, secondly, the data here on Clubhouse is, is pretty clear. I mean, the, the tracking line is pretty clear. And for every thousand hours you spend modding on Clubhouse, which anyone that mods on Clubhouse know that knows it's not very hard to reach, to be completely honest, right? Like we are on Clubhouse all the time. You will gain about 6% more followers. So if you have one follower, you should be up to, I don't know what I mean. I, like I can't do that math without without a calculator, but you should steadily gain exponential of 6%, right? And so that means that growth here in Clubhouse is relatively easy, right? Relatively easy when 6% is three times what Facebook and Instagram will give you. A good engagement rate on Instagram is like a 2%, 3%, right? So it's two or three times what these other platforms, Facebook, I mean, a good engagement rate there is like 1%. You're like, oh my God, I got a like and I've got 1500 people liking my Facebook page and I've got, finally got a like, right? So I think, I think that's going to be a really big thing for people to keep in mind is the, even though, um, their discovery here on this app is changing and constantly updating and like kind of crappy sometimes, to be completely honest, um, if you are creating an audience for yourself, Right. People that want to listen to you, for example, I ping people in and, you know, 20 new people show up to my rooms. Right. Because they, they want to hear what I have to say. If you're building that audience and you're utilizing this app um, to build an audience to then sell to, that's the, the whole goal for you. You'll be doing fine. If you're utilizing it to become an influencer, that's a little different. Right. That's a little different. And you're going to have to you're going to have to use it a little differently. But um, I just wanted to point that out is, is that that six percent for every thousand hours, you should looking be looking at a six percent gain on your followers. So I don't even know how to do that math in my head. Literally, I can't even do a, a multiple of a thousand. So if you have a thousand followers, you should gain about 60 every thousand hours. Right. Um, and, and obviously there's rooms that will gain you much quicker. But the trending line is about six percent for a thousand hours. Um, and, you know, there's exceptions. But that is what you kind of can expect. And 60 new people is a lot of people, right? Like if you if you're doing it right, that's a lot of people that you can sell. And let's say even if you only have a program that's five hundred dollars, like that's like 30 grand, dude. Like that's that's a lot for for a thousand hours. That's that's kind of kind of worth it, at least to me. I don't know. Um, Right. So. So you have to kind of level that out. It takes more time to create content here, but um and, and if but if you're doing it right, you can save that content for long term, right? You can turn it into a podcast, like I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna do this. Um you can turn it into a blog, things like that, but you also um are are selling at the same time without being slimy, right? Face slimy Facebook sales posts are slimy as hell, right? Like let, let's be clear, like you they're not fun, right? Um, versus here, you can say buy my product 10 times in an hour long room and people don't really care, but you say buy my product 10 times in a Facebook post and they're like, ooh, <laughs> right? So that's the thing I wanted to keep in mind there as well. I'm going to pass the mic to Natalie and I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> Natalie, you with us or have you had to step away from the phone? <clears throat> oh, hey, is it my turn? Yes, it is. How are you feeling? Are you feeling better? If I say yes, um, can I manifest healing? Yes. That's how that works. Yep. Then yes, I am feeling exceptional. (laughs) It's terrible. Ugh, I've been sick like a week. Um, Yeah, so I live under a rock. 
and under the rock I live in, there is no technology. Um, I'm actually um, Fred Flintstone's wife, and I didn't know anything about Facebook audio until y'all opened the room. So I've been getting an education. I am not going to use it <laughs> like I don't use the Twitter space crap. Or I'm, I'm, I'm solidly flat-footed, both feet in Clubhouse, period. Um, I'm with Jocelyn Clubhouse or die. So <clears throat> um, I think it's interesting. I agree with someone earlier. I think it was Wendy. Um, Facebook's gotten really cluttered. You know, I, I do use a lot of stuff on desktop and the groups, and then they got a marketplace. They're always trying to sell me crap. They want me to sell crap. They want me to list things. They want me to buy things. They want me to do things. They want me to go places like Facebook is just desperate. It's like, click here. Now click in a hundred more places. Like, no Facebook. And like you said, you know, other than my secret marriage announcement, I can't get 50 likes. And I got thousands of friends. So, you know, I don't I don't like how Facebook kind of forces you to, like, know strangers. They're always trying to, like, recommend that you friend your ex. You know, I don't know. I just, I'm not going to say I don't like Facebook. I, I only like Facebook because it's simple enough for my brain to understand. Like, I post things, people like things. That That's the caveman level of technology I can I can get. But in terms of making money off Facebook, hell no, I ain't made a penny. And the group is, is a non-profit leaning at this point. It's just a way for me to... Uh, put out financial literacy it's never gonna make me a dollar so um i don't i don't see myself using the facebook audio but i think it's important for people to to know what their options are know what the competition is doing know what's out there um but it's also okay to be contrarian i'm i I don't use tiktok i don't get it i don't like it i've seen videos i think they're stupid and i'm not doing reels either and i'm not dancing and i'm not pointing to things i'm just not gonna do it uh, so I think it's important to to know who you are and what you will and won't do and what you like and what your brain can and can't understand um, and not let other people try to convince you that that's something you have to do in order to move forward. I get overwhelmed easily. And so for me, Clubhouse has been an all-consuming fireball of cash that has just been, like, raining down on my life, and it has taken – um, an extraordinary amount of time and finesse and maturity for me to finally get this app down to something that doesn't become a, a, a time suck. I do not have the bandwidth to employ even one more social media space. I'm actually not on Facebook that much anymore. Clubhouse has replaced podcast, Facebook, and television for me. Like all the hours I used to spend on those mediums, I spend here. And that's because I have a greatest impact. Like Jeannie said, Facebook is like shouting into an abyss. No one's listening. You know, I go live, you know, 3,000 friends, and I might get 10 that see it, and maybe another 50 that watch it later. Why? When I can open a clubhouse room and get two, 300 people to show up. Like, why would I? I don't know. It's just, to me, there's, there's so much payoff in clubhouse. I'm actually... I'm actually famous on Clubhouse. You know how, like, hilarious that is? I'm, like, the least popular, least liked person in high school. Holy shit. This must be what it felt like to be popular in high school. It's so freaking 
funny, y'all. It's hilarious. People are DMing me. Oh my God, I love you. Would you do a room with me? It's like total stand. It's hilarious. Like, I'm Natalie. There's nothing fancy about what I'm doing. I actually don't possess fancy. It's hilarious. Why would I give that up? Never giving it up. Staying on Clubhouse forever. That's my spiel, and I'm complete. <laughs> Natalie, you are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. And I knew. I knew that we could depend on you, Natalie, to, to ask the most important question of all. Where does the money come from? Where do your leads come from? Are you making money on Facebook? I'm, I'm with you. I'm no problem. Oh, Jennifer, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you, Jennifer, because you've turned into a robot. So <laughs> you can get to some, uh, some better, uh, better signal. Uh, then we'll, we'll try it again and see if we can hear you. Um, but yeah, it, it's all about where's the money come, coming from. And, you know, I've never made a, a red cent off of Facebook. Not to say that anyone else, you know, hasn't, but, <clears throat> you know, it's, it, it feels like a lot more work. It feels like a lot more work to do it over on Facebook, just to be heard and to be seen. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see, uh, to see how that continues to, to develop. And there are some people that it's just, it's not, you know, it's not there. And that's not always the necessity for the tool. Not every tool is to generate leads. Some are to generate authority. Some are to make connections. So, um, yeah. Can you just add real quick to the Facebook? Of course. Because I, 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 I agree with what both of you are saying. Um, but I also think, too, that what I have found is that Clubhouse has kind of amplified my followership on the other apps. And so I mentioned earlier, like I Facebook itself is kind of my arch enemy. Car- Carmela knows I send her a meeting probably once a week and say I hate Facebook, but I'm still there, right? Like I'm still posting stuff. I'm still doing stuff there, but that doesn't take away the fact that my clients are there too. So I find, but what I have found in terms of like from a business standpoint is that my time here on Clubhouse has made the relationships that I have on Facebook that much stronger. Because if for some reason somebody can be in a Facebook group with you for a whole year and then they hear you a couple minutes on Clubhouse and they're like, oh my God, like I know her, she's in my group. It's like, yeah, I've been in your group for a whole year, but now you hear me or you see me post that I'm talking about something on Clubhouse and now you're excited. So I think it's a layered approach. I'm not giving up either. I've like Clubhouse... Facebook and Instagram are sort of my like trifecta. There's a, you know, layered approach that I have for it. I'm not giving up Clubhouse by any means. It's made, you know, too much of an impact in my business over the past few um, months. But I do understand where both of you are coming from in terms of just squashing one and putting all your eggs in the other basket. (laughs) This is Chanel. I'm done speaking. I got all my eggs in the popular basket. It's so hilarious. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. You know, we've, we've been talking about, um, you know, the, the challenges <coughs> of making that transition, right, and kind of the, the sliminess that tends to happen over on Facebook sometimes when it comes to sales and pitching. And one of the things that has made Clubhouse, I think, uh, kind of important and, uh, for people is that, boy, you can, you can tell right away when the authenticity isn't there. You can tell right away when someone doesn't really know their stuff or when they are being disingenuous, when someone is, is being a little slimy about things, you can tell right away, you can't hide it in the voice. So we may see uh, a lot of the Facebook crowd that gives it a try and finds that it doesn't work for them. 
You know, maybe they came over here, they tried it on Clubhouse and it didn't work over here, and they weren't quite sure why. So, you know, oh, now it's over on Facebook. Why well, it doesn't work for me here either. So I think that for some people, there's going to be a learning curve too about who social audio actually works for, because I don't think it will necessarily work for everyone. So it's going to be interesting to see how that starts to... to That's a good point, Jeannie, because I think too, one of the reasons why Facebook and Instagram, I, in my opinion can be so popular is that it's easy for you to hide behind a photo is you know it's easy for you to hide behind a caption whereas if you're doing instant or lives or you're actually audio for an hour two hours talking about something you can only hold that facade up for so long before somebody calls bs so i think that that's the other allure of clubhouse is that it really does separate the experts from the people that are just on social to be on social this is chanel i'm done Hundred percent, Julia. I wanted to give you a quick shout out to Juliet down there. I see you with your hand up. For whatever reason, Clubhouse is not letting me bring you up. Uh, sometimes you have to pop out and then pop back in, and then it'll let us bring you to this stage. All right. So we have Terry on stage. Thank you for joining us and joining the conversation. Did you have a, a question, or with uh, is there something you'd like to add to the discussion? Great discussion. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got you. Okay. Great. Um, yeah, so I, I had no idea that live audio had launched. I went out and did a little research and I, I see what's, what's going on, what they did. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I just have a, a few thoughts about all of this. So I'm, I'm an online marketer. I've been doing this for 15 years. So I launched before Twitter, Instagram, same YouTube, a year after Facebook. So I've seen a lot of evolution in the social um, sphere. Um, so I just wanted to, to just uh, share some thoughts and observations. So I think, you know, Jocelyn, Jocelyn said this quite nicely, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to social audio. And I think it would be really smart for all of us to think more about social audio rather than wrapping our heads around a platform-specific platform marketing. So that, that I think, um, is going to be really important as we get going, go into 2022. My thoughts about Clubhouse, you know, I'm leaning into Clubhouse a lot, a lot of you here, and this is just my perspective based on my, you know, 15 years of experience and seeing the trajectory of some of the more popular apps, you know, and there's, there's a song that says everything must change. I don't know if you know what song, but you know, technology is going to change. We saw Twitter completely transform. I don't know if you remember the very early days of Twitter. Nothing, nothing like that now. The early days of Instagram looks completely different than it does now. Um, and there is a very, very good chance that this app is going to be sold. I mean, I'm hoping that everybody understands that. It is very obvious to me. There's a very, very good chance. And that can completely change the culture here which is going to change a lot about this app. So, you know, in terms of putting your eggs in one basket, just, you know, something to think about. And the other thing that I'm hearing um, from a lot of you in the room or what I consider to be marketer-centered opinions or preferences, and I'm wondering if our thinking would be any different if the focus was on the audience and the communities that have, that have been, you know, centered around your brand, your product or service, what are, what do they want? You know, I, I'm not a fan of Facebook. I hate YouTube. I hate it. But what do they want? 
is social. If you have a group over on at Facebook, um, you you don't know that might be the thing that brings your your group or your page back to life is is social audio. So thinking more about the audience and the communities, I think are are super important. Um, the, none of these platforms were built for for us for marketers. They're not. They're just they weren't built for us. <laughs> Uh, we, we'd like to think so, but that's just not the case. So anyway, I just wanted to bring up that observation and just throw that in um, as my two cents. Thanks for the conversation. This is Terry. Thank, Thank you, Terry. That's a crucial observation, like because it really is. <clears throat> it really is about the the audience and how they prefer to be communicated with, and where where they like to go uh, to be able to find solutions to their problems, to be able to to discuss them. Right. So I think it's it's important definitely to be deeply aware, not just for this reason, but for, for all of your marketing reasons of how your people do not like to, to be communicated with. Right. That's one of the things that I always look for is, you know, what is it that my women really do not like? And I discovered that, you know, my my women do not like Facebook um, when we started B2B Women. And we started a Facebook group. Everyone asks, you know, oh, why don't you have a Facebook group? And it's because, well, of the first few hundred people that we started with and that we told, hey, we're starting a Facebook, the majority of them groaned, rolled their eyes and said, well, I'll think about reactivating Facebook. And it was like, oh, okay, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> right. So it's imperative to be able to listen to your, your people and determine where they where they want to go. Um, and they're, they're oftentimes who you were five, ten steps back. So if you think about the things that you were really focused on back then and where you were searching for answers, where you were searching for support, you know, if you want to kind of get, get into their pockets a little bit, get into their back pocket a little bit, really focus in on their, on whatever channel that, you, that you're focusing in on or leaning in on, 100%. There we go, Terry. You vanished for a minute, Professor. Did you have something? I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with all of that. Yes. I'm gonna pop in and um. Okay, so sorry. Jeannie said something I want to touch on too, but I love that Terry brought up putting your eggs in one basket. And I think, I mean, we went over this a little bit earlier, um, and I'm happy to go through some of the the main features of Facebook Live audio again for those that are new in the room. If you want to, just raise your hand. We won't bring you up, but raise your hand so you know we should do it. But um, that being said, uh, eggs in one basket. If th this is the thing is as a business owner and as a marketer, which I think most of us are business owners, if not marketers, because we're in the B2B Women Club, which if you're not following the club, you should be following the club. But um, since we're in that club, most of us are kind of coming from that space. And my professional opinion as a marketing strategist and serial entrepreneur is if you are not curating your content so you can use it in multiple ways, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, I mean, gems are dropped every single clubhouse room I'm in, right? And sometimes I write them down for the people and I make a little story so they can, you know, screenshot it or save it for their records or whatever. Whether they're doing that or not is up to them, but they can turn that into a quote graphic on Instagram. They could turn it into a real video. They could turn it into a tweet. They could just put it on their stories. I mean, there's so many options for content. 
so just as an example, just as an example, um, when Natalie was talking, she said something hilarious. She goes, Facebook is just desperate. That is something that you could totally turn into a Facebook post. This Facebook is being desperate. They're trying to get my money. They, they're trying to get my time. They're, they're telling me to come to all of these different events, all of this different stuff. And really what you should be focusing on is the finances that go into your business, your money mindset to make yourself the cash. For example, this is Natalie. Another thing she said that was hilarious is Clubhouse is a fireball of cash for me, <laughs> which I, I, dude, I was laughing over here on mute, right? And that's stuff that you should be able to use and repurpose into more content. You should be curating your content library so you constantly have content to repurpose. And that's the power of audio. And if you're setting yourself up correctly, you will be able to do that. So um, putting all your eggs in one basket is not necessary, right? Rachel Pedersen and what's-her-face that does B-School, Marie Forleo, 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 whatever, um, Gary V aren't huge names because they only work on one platform. No, they're just not. They're huge names because they're constantly implementing the newest platform, getting out there, making the content that needs to be made, but they're not actually making the content for their platform. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but you can go on Gary's V's podcast, on his YouTube, on his TikTok, on his Instagram. And if you watch him enough, you're going to see the same video in multiple places, not on the same day, but in multiple places over a certain given amount of time because they're recording him on a specific day. They're, they're editing that stuff on a specific day and they're scheduling it out on a specific day. Not because he's constantly creating content, but because they're taking what he is creating and turning that into content on all platforms. So I want to really just just amplify what Terry said. Please, please, please do not put all your eggs in one basket. Get with a marketer that knows how to repurpose your content, how to build out a strategy so you're not spending a bunch of time. I spent a bunch, okay, not in the last few weeks, but I spent a bunch of time on Clubhouse, right? I have created emails, I have created blogs, I've turned it into a course, I have created social media content. I mean, and and I'm not doing a whole lot. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I was doing a really shit job. I like when I say a really shit job, I was spending maybe an hour a week on my content. You can go to my Instagram and see I haven't posted in a while, right? Um, and and that's that. And I was still util- being able to utilize the content that I was putting out. I know Jeannie does a phenomenal job. Wendy does a phenomenal job at repurposing the content that they're putting out here on Clubhouse onto their other social medias. I watch them. I watch them specifically, right? So keep that in mind when we're talking about not putting your eggs in one basket. And, and if you are a business owner or a marketer in this room, you should should be doing that. If you're a consumer, a content consumer, not a content creator, it turns things very different. Um, but I think that's part of the reason we're talking about it in the creator sense is because we're in this club. The other thing I wanted to touch on, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like, I got, I got, I get excited about these things, um, is Jeannie said, where, where, I'm going back in my, going back in my notes, literally guys, like, <laughs> um, Where'd she go? I might I might have lost it. I might have lost what Jeannie said in my notes. Yeah, I uh, lost it. I'll come back to you. You guys. lost it? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is Chanel. I was just going to add that I think that that's why people get exhausted and burnt out with social media because they think that they have to recreate the wheel on every single platform. And while your audience may respond to your content in a different way on each platform, you don't have to recreate the wheel. Like you're basically taking what you already have and then reformatting it and using the same theme. So it is consistent across the board. So if I come across you on Clubhouse, 
but then I see you in a Facebook group, the essence of what you're talking about is should still relatively be somewhat the same. You don't want to come across, you know, off left field talking about something completely different. So this is Chanel. I'm done. I love it. I love it. You know, there's a lot of different pieces to this. And that's going to be an interesting thing, too, right, is um, how how this gets done natively in the Facebook app right now is app only. So it's not something that you can do through the uh, through the desktop. So <clears throat> there's going to be some interesting uh, see how feedback goes with that about how that rolls out and what they like to do um, with that and how that gets used. So, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the, the tech happening around this could be interesting. Nikia, hello, hello. Welcome to the stage. Did you have a, a question or would you like to add to the discussion? It's been a while since I've heard your voice. Yes, this is Makia, mindset and business coach. Hey, ladies. I want to add to this conversation. Of course, I was just sitting here dying listening to, uh, listening to, uh, Natalie, of course. Um, and so for me, I, I think I got pinged in by Jocelyn. Thanks for pinging me in, Jocelyn. I definitely did not know anything about the Facebook audio. I, for one, probably will not be participating in it. Um, and I can tell you, I think it's just because of my experience with Facebook in general, okay? You have 2,000 followers on Facebook, okay? You can promote your business all day long, and uh, you barely get five likes, right? But I pop up in maybe a two-piece with half of a butt cheek showing out. And people are liking your photos all day long. And so it just kind of goes to show what people are liking and not liking. And that's just like on your personal page, right? Then you have the trolls that are in your inbox. Okay? You got married pastors. You got married husbands. You got everybody all up in your inbox and things like that. So for me, I personally just don't trust the ins and outs of Facebook. So I wouldn't know who's on, uh, who's on the audio, who's authentic, who's not. And so it's probably something that I wouldn't even want to try. I kind of trust a, to a certain degree, uh, the checks and balances that goes into this app. And I'm, and I say to a certain degree, I, I, I you know, to a certain degree, uh, because, you know, we can identify our trolls, you know, when we have a particular mod squad, we're kind of watching the room and things like that. We have our own checks and balances and things like that. So I'm definitely not sure. Now, when it comes to uh, monetizing and all those things on Facebook, I would agree. I mean, you launch your, you have your Facebook group, such as what I do. Um, and that's just for, you know, sharing information. So I agree with you on that, Natalie. Um, but in regards to really monetizing, the only thing I use Facebook for, honestly, is annually when I host my Enduring Conference. Outside of that, it is not where my ideal target hangs out. I had to really go back to Instagram. And that is where I find I get a lot of my leads. I find that I get a lot of follows and I take people from Clubhouse to Instagram. 
So I agree with you, uh, Jocelyn, in regards to having our eggs in one basket. I mean, I have generated over $30,000 using from the leads that I've gotten from Clubhouse. So that has been absolutely amazing. Um, but I like to lead people back to Instagram because I really don't know what is the longevity for um clubhouse i would love to say that they're going to be around for quite some time but nothing lasts forever so i'm going to monetize it i'm going to use it i will repurpose content um as i see fit but for me i need to stay on every platform and shake and move as i possibly can so i can continue to grow my business so i just want to kind of jump up here and say uh, you know, when you think about the age group on Facebook, not my ideal target. Instagram have a little bit ability. I'm really not into reels. I would do a reel here and there, but I think you have to do the things on your social media pages that keeps you authentic to your true self. What makes you feel good? And again, making sure that there's, um, money in your message, one, and that you're speaking to your target audience. So that's what I wanted to add to the conversation. This is McKee, and I'm done speaking. Good stuff. Oh, I absolutely love it. You know, it's it's not right for everyone. And I love that you identified that, you know, that's, just, that's not all my people hang out. And that's really, I think, the the core of what the conversation has come to today and you know what the discussion is all about is you know okay here's facebook audio here is something that is going to you know cause some ripples in the system and some you know little shifts and changes and some ambiguity of things that we don't know is going to happen yet but um it's not it's not necessarily like this massive disruptive thing right you know the sky isn't falling it just means that we have to take another look at what we're doing to reevaluate which is something that we as entrepreneurs need to be doing all the time and finding out where our people are, you know, that it's a fantastic thing because there's no audio, you know, maybe it'll open up a new audience on Facebook, right? Maybe they'll become uh, an audio crowd there. People who haven't tried it, who suddenly discovered, Oh man, social audio is fantastic. You know, so maybe we'll, we'll find people there. It's impossible to say, but keeping an eye open for it so that you can make an educated decision as to whether or not you want to add it to your marketing mix is, is very, very sensible, I think. All right, everybody, we are at the top of the hour. We've been going for about 90 minutes here. So I'm going to do a last call for hand raising. If you have a question about uh, Facebook audio, social audio in general, or if you have something that you would like to add to the discussion up here, feel free to raise your hand. So, okay, all right, let's do a quick outro. Uh, let's do final thoughts. Carmela, what are your final thoughts, final takeaway from the discussion today? Um, I think we've heard a lot here. My, I'm in the car now, so you may get some feedback. Uh, but my takeaway is, you know, let's just kind of see how this all plays out. We've all got our opinions about the, the Facebook platform, but part of our strategy should always include having a part of our marketing plan, which means you want to uh, see what's working for you and what's not working for you and be able to kind of pivot and adjust. So it could be that even though uh, you, you have a negative reaction to Facebook in general, that this 
particular platform uh, could be something that could help you with your business. We really don't know. So I don't want to be closed-minded about it. Uh, the marketer in me, and I love what uh, I think it was Terry who said, think about it from your audience's perspective, which is what you should do. But I love the fact that I can see so many possibilities uh, from a marketing perspective for how we can use this. And so I'm super excited about it. Um, I'm going to be trying it. I'm not leaving Clubhouse. I'm going to try both and just kind of see where I get the big bang for my buck. But I'm excited about it. And I'm really glad that you held this space today, JD. So thanks so much. Fab, love it. Professor, what are your final thoughts? Well, my final thoughts is, if you can't tell, I'm hella excited about Facebook Live Audio. Uh, and I'm excited to see what they're going to roll out as in features, monetization opportunities, um, recording opportunities, the closed captioning, um, the, which makes the accessibility so much easier. Um, and then, of course, how they're going to mix Facebook Live Audio with their ads platform um, and things like that. So I'm really, really excited to see how they're going to work that. <clears throat> I personally will probably be trying uh, live audio rooms on Facebook. Um, I literally just started to build out a new strategy when it comes to live video. So I might turn some of those live videos into audio. And the nice thing is I'm bougie and I have two phones and a Chromebook. So um, I'm going to be able to go live on multiple Platforms. I'll be able to go live on Clubhouse, Instagram, and Facebook Live Audio all at the same time to just, you know, like like um, Carmela saying, getting the biz biggest bang for my time buck. So I'm really excited to see that and how how it works and how the conversion rates work. I do know there's a lot more data backing up how how Facebook works and how it shows um their content and that kind of thing um but clubhouse has a much higher return on investment for the time i spend currently um on this platform so in all in all i'm super excited to to learn um how it's going to work I'm, I'm keeping an eye on all of the social audio apps not just clubhouse although clubhouse is you know my favorite um and and i want to i want to uh keep up with all of that I will say um, this is being recorded. I'm going to turn it into a blog and probably a podcast episode. So if you want um, those links, I'll, I'll have them up probably early tomorrow morning, if not late tonight, along with any screenshots that um, on the back end of Facebook, feel free to shoot me a DM and I will be sure to get you that link ASAP. Um, and I'm going to pass it to Carla for final thoughts. Or not. Carla, you dare? Carla Minister, do I? Wendy, Wendy what are your final thoughts? <laughs> yeah, um, thank you so much. This has been, like, such a fun room. One of the things that Terry said about, like, thinking about it from the standpoint of our audience really resonated with me. And in all honesty, whether I like Facebook or not, it's not a um, – that's not really a, a determining factor for me as much as can I use it and and does it and and um will it help my audience and will it help me and so for that i'm definitely going to be giving facebook audio a try i think mm. it's going to be super interesting will they execute it well who knows if that remains to be seen um or will clubhouse become like periscope and be gone in in 2 years that remains to be seen too but i think it's just it's going to 
if anything, I think it's going to get um, get Clubhouse to continue to iterate and add and make this like the best damn audio, the social audio platform there is. So we can we can hopefully um, expect some really awesome things at least here in the future because they are starting to get that competition. So um, I'm going to leave it at that. And thank you so much for allowing me to share my thoughts and opinions today. This is Chanel, and I, as much as I gripe about Facebook, I am excited about the opportunity to be able to, like, integrate the following that I have there into new, like, audio space. And, Jocelyn, I think you brought up a good point. Like, the fact that audio is not going away anytime soon, we shouldn't necessarily embrace the platform. We should embrace, like, the the idea of it, the technology of it, the possibility of audio. So that part I am looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to, if it is on Facebook, being able to broaden how I can repurpose content for things that I'm already doing anyway. So, yeah, so I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, as, as a marketer, we're always excited about the new shiny object, right? So I am excited about it and looking forward to, like, how it's actually going to play out. Um, and the last thing that I'll add is I do think, Jocelyn, you brought up a good point. You know, Clubhouse right now, I'm, I'm curious how they are surviving. You know, they, they have to be, you know, bleeding in terms of money. So Facebook can be able to implement this, but also probably figure out a quicker, better way to be able to monetize the audio piece of it because they're already doing it. So looking forward to what's going to happen. And um, this was a great room, Jenny. It was probably one we probably should continue and have another one as well. This is Chanel. I'm done speaking. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm definitely glad you enjoyed it. Carla, were you able to um, to rejoin us for final? That's okay. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Hi, hi guys. I'm so sorry. I, I, I told somebody to hold on. But um, final thoughts. I uh, like everyone said. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see where they go with this. I would much rather see it on Instagram than on Facebook. Um, but other than that, I think it's going to be one of those Facebook things like that kind of comes and, and, and goes. I don't know if Facebook is really ready for that feature. Um, so I'm 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 not going to get my hopes up too high about it. I probably will try it out, but um, I think Clubhouse has pretty much solidified its its hold on everyone. So those are my final thoughts. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think, but it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. All right, I'm going to go ahead and ring off. I have a few more rooms that I'm going to do this evening. Um, I'm really excited that I get to go and hang out with all of my business friends. Let's see here. Uh, what are we doing next? Let me pull up my calendar here. I know I've got a room with Janelle coming up. At 8 p.m. Eastern, we will be talking and chatting and strategizing about 40K in 90 days. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, and Techniques on how I've been able to leverage social media to bring in 40k in my business using social media. Jenny's gonna be on the stage sharing her rock star tips as well. So make sure that you're in the house for that. It's gonna be a great, great room. And then uh, against my better judgment, I'm doing a room at nine o'clock Eastern this evening on sales funnels. 
<laughs> so uh, feel free because, you know, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I love Clubhouse. Can't help it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've enjoyed this uh, discussion, this conversation, you are in the B2B Women Club. Feel free to follow us and join us for more of these discussions. This is what we do.